Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Hey, Chappies, the man of the hour. How are you, man? Welcome. What's up, guys? So good to see you. Uh, we've been we've been excited to talk to you, man. I, okay, so I'll just put this out there, right? I've yeah. never seen Survivor South Africa. So yeah. getting more into the podcasting game, it's opened this like whole world for us. And who was yeah. the first person, one of the first people I hear about for Survivor South Africa when I was doing my research and stuff? Chappies. You have to watch Chappies play. It, the man is a Survivor legend. So I'm so excited to get into everything. I forgot to start my clock here, make sure we stay on time. Uh, but welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and talk with us, man. Uh, it's just a, pri a privilege. Eh? I, I, I don't think I'll ever get enough to talking about Survivor and especially with people around the world, especially with people that I don't know and I haven't met before. So thank you guys for making time for me. It's a, it's a privilege and I hope you've got a, a long list of deep questions that can be tackled. <laughs> well, hey, Chappie. How, how are you doing, Chappie? Um, I'm from season 41 of US Survivor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw you. Yeah. We, we we share something in common. I was I didn't get to play long. I I want to come over and play with y'all. This was a great season. Um, whoever came <laughs> up with the concept to uh, bring everybody back and give them a second opportunity to play their game. Uh, but I love the game of Survivor, so I played last year um, out in Fiji. Yeah, I can't remember where did you place when were you, when were you voted out first. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I had but a great time, great adventure. Yeah, I can't necessarily say I can relate with you because my journey was completely different. But I've got, yeah, it's it's a tough thing, I think, to be voted out on your first season. If I had to go through, if, if my roles or my exits were reversed and I got voted out uh, first on my first season, I think it would be much more tough for me than now. Because um, even though it was tough now the second time, Oh, I just think the run that I had the first season kind of made up for, you know, for this for this exit the second time. 
Yeah, I think our season's in reverse. So when I go back the next time, I'll be I'll make the deep. You're run. gonna make. <laughs> I like that. That's the deep run. Uh, I do have to say, Chappies. You... Oh. Sorry, Bruce. No, Randy. no, you're all good. Go ahead, man. So uh, I just want to ask. Uh, it's Abraham, right? Yes. I wanted to ask you, so what meaning did you find in your exits, you know, and, and was it still meaningful for you? You know what? Um, when you get that phone call and say that you've been selected to be on a show that you basically dreamed about being on, uh, mm. wanting to be a participant on, and then you get a chance to actually meet your fellow castaways and you got to have to, you got to take the time to appreciate what you got and not worry about I got voted out, but I got to get everything else. And um, it's 18 of us on our season, uh, 18 wonderful people. And you get to have those 18 people in your life for the rest of your life that you may have not got it. Yeah, you may not met them before, but because of the show and we all had the same dream. We all wanted to be on Survivor, no matter if it's Mm -hmm. South Africa, no matter if it's Australia or U.S., you can't beat that experience to have somebody else make your dream come true. I'm like the, the uh, Abraham day. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. there we go. I'm I'm like the, the the black sheep here. Like I'm the person who hasn't <laughs> been out there and played the game. And now I feel like when I go back out there, I'm going to be the first one eliminated. Now I'm nervous a little <laughs> no. bit. Uh, but no, I do have to say before we get into everything, chappies, we love on uh, this show to keep it really positive and start off with a positive thing. And I think the most positive thing I've seen came outside the game and that's that instagram video that you posted the about 13 minute uh long one where you just sat down it was beautiful it was inspiring uh saying how you saw your son's face and that just you know kind of took you out of the game out of the mindset of why did they vote me out and all that and the fact that the beautiful message of no matter what you do in life whether you your first your last you, you know um wherever you finish you win you lose uh, however, whatever way you take that is what matters. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter how other people see it. And that's a win for me, you know, and, and I've said it since my previous season. So I don't know if you guys have watched it or we, if you know where I placed, but I went quite far and I didn't win the title, <clears throat> but I won the game and not necessarily because I had a good run. I won the game. When I lost my thought, when my ego broke down and I realized you don't have to win the title to to find value in life or to win the game. The moment you realize it's not about the outcome, you win. And I went in the second time with exactly the same mindset. And I feel if we can just approach every challenge we have in life like that, like it doesn't matter the outcome of this business, if it fails... It's still a win because I had the opportunity to do it. I learned some things. And now my probability of having a successful business the next time might be a bit better. You know, but once again, it comes down to the freedom that we have to choose what our experiences mean for us. And 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 I I preached that in the previous season and now I had to write the test, you know. Uh Life just brought this test in front of me and said, "Okay, you were you were preaching it. Now you got to walk the walk, my boy." <laughs> well, <laughs> it was there. it was a beautiful message, and I think it's 
that type of message, the inspiration mm. that you give to all of us, I think that's what makes you one of the fan favorites. So I have to ask, I have to get into the game now and say, when you got that invite back, right, and you're you're going up there, you step out of the boat on, onto land, and you see Nico there, what emotions are going through your mind? You have to be, I mean, within the yeah. first 10 minutes and your confessional, I'm like, okay, this guy loves the game of Survivor, and I can tell it right away. Wait for Nico to ask me chappies. He's like chappies, and I'm like, <laughs> and I kind of blow everyone's ears right next to me. But but that's how I felt. I had to just express these emotions in some other way because being back on and, and knowing how the previous time the experience was, and just knowing that there's there's a lot of unforeseen things that's laying ahead. It's like being thrown into a lucky packet once again and you don't know what you're going to find it's such a beautiful adventure and i just had to express myself so that's how i felt you know the entire time before when i put my feet on the on the sand and yeah even when my thoughts were snuffed you know obviously then i was sad and, and had a lot of emotion <laughs> yeah. i was so ecstatic i think that's the right word if i had to give you one word you know out of my skin and I did run naked on the first day. Just you know, you, <laughs> you know you're and a survivor I'll... player when you're running naked on the, on the island. <laughs> That's supposed to be a tradition now, you know. And because in my first time, the first day was a naked run, and then the second time, the first day is supposed to be a naked run because it's like a freedom that you're expressing that you're there, you know. We, and we, we didn't get that on our season. <laughs> we didn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? You, you accept yourself, Abraham. Why don't you just take off them clothes and go for a skinny, that boy? <laughs> we 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 did we we shared a special moment um, where we had a chance to all as a our first tribe to look at the Milky Way galaxy for the first time because Fiji uh, is pretty much there's no light pollution and we just kind of shared an experience that we're all here playing the game that we've always dreamed about um, and you just you can't beat if you can't accept that. I don't. I don't think, or take take advantage of that part of it. You, only one person can win Survivor, but everybody can win. But only one person is going to be given the crown of sole survivor. But I think that for especially for our season, everybody's a winner in their own way. Just like you said, it's what you take out of it and you take yeah. back to your own life. And just on a deeper level, I found so much meaning in the entire experience, uh, parallel to life. You. Uh, being uh, having a chance in the game of Survivor is similar to you breathing now. You're having a chance in the game of life. Mm. You know, you're going to go through some challenges. Some days you're going to be voted out first in the game of life. You know, people are going to bully you. And you're going to go through some struggles. But if you realize it's a privilege just to be here, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, then you are winning. And I believe from, from there on, you can just <clears throat> sorry, you can radiate positive energy and realizing that the little that you have now is enough. And and I don't think we realize that often enough, you know. People um, always think, I first got to reach, uh, I've got to win the game before I'm satisfied. I've got to own this home before I'm satisfied. Drive that vehicle. And then they miss all the beautiful things that's right in front of them, realizing that they're already winning. And then in their lives, they will never win because they'll die unfulfilled. 
Coming to a Blu-ray near you, the uncut <laughs> version of Survivor South Africa, <laughs> where we see Chappie's running naked down the beach. <laughs> see, that's the. I, hey, Chappie, I know it's got to be the. I know it's got to be the same for your your cast. That so much, so much stuff is left on the editing floor that you thought was good stuff that should have been put in the aired on TV. Um, yeah. I, I wish for I wish they would put that out there and let people people see a little more behind the scenes of what we actually do or what's going on. Yes. Like secret scenes, right? So that people can also maybe just see. Um they don't have to put it in the yeah. main show, but if if they just gave some of the viewers access to some more information, that would have been really interesting. But I think also, Abraham, from a production's point of view, that might complicate the storylines, um, you know, because you would agree there's like 10 story dif different storylines that form at once. And then these producers mm -hmm. must choose the storyline stands out the most and then kind of goes with that. And I understand that from a producer's perspective. So I yeah, wanna... we... Oh, go ahead, Abraham. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so I wanted to ask about... And this might go into something that maybe was left off air uh, when we get to the Breakfast Club Alliance and everything. But before we get to that alliance that formed, I wanted to ask, because like I said, I'm new to Survivor South Africa. So I, you know, didn't see your your last season. So I'm coming in this with a fresh mind. I'm learning everyone for the first time. What how deep is your relationship with Steffi? Because that's something we're seeing this season with returning players. A lot of returning relationships, you know, past relationships outside the game are are making their way into the game. So what was what's your relationship with Steffi? And did you know right off the bat, okay, I'm working with Steffi because we're that type? Yeah, no, to give you just a short and sweet answer of how deep my relationship is, is I'll lay my life down for her. You know, she's such a beautiful person and we've got such a deep, we don't speak that often, but when we speak, it's about things that really matter. And, um, <clears throat> you know, yeah, it's the, the things that really matter. And when I saw her on the island, I was ecstatic and I knew I'm willing to go to the end with this lady and I won't mind losing against her because she's a freaking fierce warrior, you know, and I knew she had my back as well. And I think if I have to ask her today, were you ever, or do you think you'll be able to vote me out? Or were you ever, you know, would you have voted me out if you had the opportunity? I don't think she would have. So our relationship, we know each other for about three years. And um, I actually just met her before I went on to my first Survivor season. And then, you know, she said, well, you're going to be cast. Don't worry about that. And um, gave me one or two tips. And then from there on, we became really close friends. Um, and, yeah, I, I would just move the world for, for that lady. I just really love her so much. Were you? That's, that's, that's oh, the game. Hey, you know what? That's the game of Survivor. That's, that's the real game of Survivor. The friendships that you make out of the game. Were you Absolutely. were you expecting people to come into the game and and be this close? I mean, naturally, you have these past relationships, so they're going to play into the game. But were you expecting so many people to just immediately be like, OK, I know this person. I know this person. We're hooking. You know, we're getting together. We're hooking up in the game. Were you expecting it to, to mean this much so early on in the game? I didn't expect it's going to mean that much. I underestimated those previous relationships so badly you know um, I, I knew of them but now looking back kind of if I'm if I ever find myself in that situation again 
if there's people that know each other and they three in your tribe, you make sure you start gunning for them first because they three <laughs> numbers, you know. And um, I've realized blood is thicker than water once again in this game in the sense that if you know the person outside of the game, you guys are blood, you know. And um, you must – you if – if one of the bloods want to backstab each other and they kind of giving that message around, there should be red flags because you're not necessarily yeah. going to go and stab your blood brother in the back. And um, that's what happened my, in my in another second time is that Marion at some stage said, no, yo, we're going to vote Shane. And I was like, okay, but I know <laughs> Marion and friends for like years. But then I thought, okay, maybe just – Maybe this is a weird possibility that's just becoming reality now for me to, and paving out my way, you know. So I was blinded by my optimism and I didn't realize what big of a role the previous relationships will play with these people going back into the game. Um, I do have to say, you hooked up pretty early with Dante, fellow Aquaman Dante. That was a relationship we saw in the first episode where you guys kind of wanted to work together, which is something we also didn't see because Dante was the one who kind of turned the vote on you from what we saw. So what was yeah. your relationship with Dante in the game? Was that you guys were working together or were you guys not as close as it appears through the edit? No, we, we wanted to work together. So the first time I met Dante was at my season's finale. And then he was really like, man, loved your game. You know, uh, and then I told him, I hope, thanks so much. And I hope we get to play together someday. You know, so since then already, about a few years back, I watched his game and I really rooted for him because he was on the out at some stage. You know, he was the underdog. And then I told him that and I said, maybe we'll be able to play uh, together someday, you know. And then this opportunity arrived and then we just have so many things in common and similarities that I thought we're going to make one massive team, you know. Uh, we we might pull in a few nice Aquaman episodes, uh, you know, and... Um, He's a meat shield for me. I'm a meat shield for him. So there's so many benefits of keeping each other around. And there was a really kind of a deep connection as well, where we had these deep chats around the fire. And, you know, um, I saw myself going far with Dante. He wasn't necessarily my number one. And ultimately, I think that's what he realized and played a majority role in his, his decision to vote me out. Uh, so I do want to turn the page to something that might have hurt your game but i i mean you gotta go for it and that was the idol hunting we saw these symbols on the bottom of all the trees and you're not the only one who does who did it you're the one who got caught though so middle middle of the night you and Steffi are looking for the idol uh how did that all get started were you just kind of like hey come over here let's look for it or so what made you start looking for that idol on day i think it was day two if i remember yeah Shane actually pointed out to me that there's symbols on the trees because obviously they didn't find the idol. So now they're relaying this information, hoping that someone in their line starts, you know, finds it. And now I love to solve problems. And this was like such a trap for me because now if you go put uh, like an equation there in front of me, I want to solve this. And I'm like, now my mind's running the whole place. I'm thinking there's two signs on two trees what could that mean and i've run through all the possibilities i'm like okay the idols either at, at one of the trees 
Or what's the other logical thing? It might be right in the middle. And now I kind of feel like, okay, now I figure it out, but now I've got to find that idol before someone else else figures it out. And it's <laughs> it's right when when you when you sleep on on the ground and you hear the idol knocking here yeah, a few ma- millimeters away from you. What are you? I know doing? how you feel. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep. Oh, That's get, give yeah, us the no. inside details. How long did you spend looking for the idol? How long do you think you were out there? Yes, just yeah. So I I dug a trench from one tree to another tree because I thought, listen, maybe if if my degrees are out a little bit, I might might miss it. So let me just dig a trench from the one side to the other side, and Steffi helped me search. But we were searching for about an hour, yeah, about an hour, hour and a half. And here's the, here's the strange thing. Dante woke up and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, I'm searching for the idol. Help me search. Because <laughs> my lines, right? But then he called Steffi and I. And then he kind of took that info and used it against me, you know. Um, but I think it was because he wanted to be the one searching with me. And I, and I understand that. In a sense, you know, I think that pointed out to him that he's not my number one. Doesn't mean he could not have maybe become my number one down the line. I was willing to give that a go. But Dante, no, he didn't want to take the chance. I mean, much respect because only Abraham fully understands this. But like for people watching, it is dark out there, right? It's not, they don't give you a light here, Chappies. Let's give you light to help you look here. This is obviously we can see it because of the camera, but it is from what I can imagine. Pitch black out there. It is, and you you don't necessarily know what you're taking. A lot of times, I had tree roots in my hands, and I'm like, "Is this the idol?" And like, no. Then a stone. So maybe I had that <laughs> idol in my hand. I don't even know. I put it back there, and I just buried it again. You never know. The mm-hmm. only person that could see was the camera guy with the night vision. It, it <laughs> looks on TV. It looks like it's well lit. And everybody can see, but in actuality, nobody can see except for the camera guy. And Absolutely they not. They don't help you out either. It's not like, hey, camera no. guy, how about you help us out <laughs> and kind of point no. this thing out to me? Yeah, Yo, you could be sent to me away, and if you mess it, they like, you know, they don't sell you. <laughs> you know? I, I was walking on the beach and up a, a hill in the dark for firewood, and I was like, well, I know the camera guy has to have a light, but they don't. They just sit there and film. They don't talk to us anything. So it, it's an interesting concept that you are really on the game of Survivor. So, and it's also strange how your body adapts to the, the night and day, eh, Abraham. You like when it's when the sun sets, you're almost preparing to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we it's said the really same weird. thing. Yeah, and when the sun rises, that's when you rise. It's it's like your body starts tuning in with nature again, and. You go back to your primal kind of instincts and your primal ways of, of living. And that was so interesting for me to experience that that when the sun sets, you like almost so tired, you just gonna want to go sleep, you know? Well, let me ask you a question. Like when we when we came back from playing the game, how long did it take you to readjust to being back and around people and just kind of getting back into the routine? Um, I kind of hit out for a couple of weeks. I kind of just wanted to hang out by myself and just kind of sit at the house. 
Yeah, I, I didn't mind to be between people because I, I had so many energy around me because of I knew what was coming, you know, I knew what mm-hmm. amazing journey I'm going to be able to share with them. And I had such appreciation for them after being on the island for 38 days and being home, away from home for 54 days. So I was like, please, you know, I want to I see my loved ones. I want to spend some time with them. <laughs> but it took me some adjustment to sleep on my bed because I was so used to uncomfortable it's weird to say but i was so used to the, the uncomfortable sleep and rising with the sun and going to, to bed when the sun um sets so it took me about seven days to adjust in in that sense and then you're yeah, also um the eating habits man i overdid it when i was back eh? because you like you just you just indulge because yeah i don't know about you abraham but I, the first time i lost 12 kilograms and, um, <clears throat> you know, that's about a kilogram every third day. And I was just so damn hungry. So it took me quite a while to stabilize the eating habits again and not feel uncomfortable after I've eaten. And so, but we, with regards to people, I surrounded myself with people quite a lot, um, especially my family. And uh, so. The bicep have, game um, is still going strong, isn't it? <laughs> the bicep game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, you said the eating yeah. habits. I'm like, I bet you he's still got them biceps going. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's that's a lifestyle for me. I don't think I'll ever I'll ever stop because uh yeah, I find just so so much life in working out and looking after your body, you know. And obviously when you gotta go win all stars, you still gotta look after yourself. So you know, so I just gotta make sure this machine is running good when I go back for all stars. <laughs> I know it'll be it'll be amazing if they did a crossover season and oh, bring all three about- season and just say, hey, let's all come back together and play the game of Survivor. Abraham, it's bound to happen. Eh? You know, I think about three, four years ago, the, the probability wasn't that high. But now that the international versions are really all at a very, very good standard and we get players uh, in all other countries that's like you, you get – Australian players that's known in South Africa. You get South African players that's known in US. You know, so now this cross population is starting to happen, and it raises the. I think it might be a very creative concept. So the first producer that's going to be able to to make this happen, I think the Australians oh, already. The Australians already started to do this by bringing. Um, What's her back, Sarah? Oh, right? Sarah. Yeah, yeah they brought it. Yeah, Nina and her mom came over and played. Yes, like th- they are doing it the right thing. They are already testing the waters, and it's working out because they're doing it over and over. And before we see it, it's, those people are going to be more in the tribe. There's going to be two South Africans and and two uh, uh, Americans, and then Australians. So we're getting closer to a cross over season some other time i'm telling you that's going to be superb can you believe it well and the, thing, just... the thing is too it's going to be so good because I, like you said the international versions or well at least international to us are putting out like so such a good product like this season you're talking week one is already so crazy and so much is happening and j- this is just coming from what i hear and the sources just know your guys's seasons are loved Everyone loves Survivor Australia. They all love Survivor South Africa. They may be more popular than the U.S. version at the moment. So I agree with that, that like whoever 
whoever is the first person to put that on. I mean, they deserve a raise because that will be probably one of the most popular Survivor seasons out there. Well, we only had the first four episodes, and I haven't seen any puzzles, but I do love your challenges. I would have loved to be out there on those challenges. Oh, yes, I read. Thank you. I think our production team and the challenge team, they just take it next level. And what I love about them is every year they scale up. Like, and not like the previous time, you know, know, well, two, three years ago, I would not have said that our, our challenges were on international level, but now I think it's it's almost surpassing it or matching it. Like, look, no, your like, challenge is your challenge is outstanding. I looked at the challenge where you had to go in the water and you had to drag it. I was like, wait a minute, they got to figure out how how to drag them back. Let me tell you something. Yeah, and it looks That's like a- it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, I I love those challenges. I think those challenges. If I had to explain it to someone, it's like uh, the closest you get to explaining a challenge to someone is when you were a kid and you go to a fun park and you can go climb and you can go do all these type of things that you haven't done before and you're tired at the end of the day, but it was so lacquer just to experience this new uh, jungle gym or whatever. And each and every challenge has got its own type of unique challenges within the challenge. And that's what makes it so amazing. And I bet that well, swim is a lot longer than it, it looks on TV too, right? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How was the weather? How was your weather compared to uh, – like ours was tropical. Yes. Um, ours <clears> – yeah, I wouldn't say ours was tropical. Ours was like kind of uh, – yeah, it was, it was okay, like – my first time was really the weather was crazy tropical and, and a lot of rain, a lot of cold. This time around, I was able to handle the weather quite okay. You know, if you had okay. a, just a fire going, it is fine. You don't even need shelter. Whereas the previous time, if you if you had a shelter and a fire going, that still wasn't enough because the wind would blow everything apart and it's so cold and you know, um, but yeah, I didn't make, I didn't stay long enough to see if the weather changed for the better mm. or for the work um, this time around. Maybe. So, so we have some, some fan questions for you that some people sent in and thank you guys so much for sending them in. We really do appreciate the support you give us and the survivor South African show. Uh, so, but before we get to that, the last big question I have for you in terms of your gameplay Going into tribal, it was obviously a blind side. So I feel like I kind of know the answer to this already, but I do still want to ask it. Any sense that your name was going to be on the chopping block that night? Did you have any feeling maybe it's going to be me? Zero, zero, zero. I was so confident. I was so blinded by my optimism that I thought, listen, the only people who's going to be on the chopping block tonight is Shane, PK, and Dante. You know, but mostly Shane, and because Shane wanted to vote Dante, and then I knew we we're all voting for Shane. That's what I thought. So seeing my name the first time already set off alarm bells. I'm like, this feeling is familiar to my previous blindsides that I've experienced in my season. You know, not where I necessarily got blindsided, but but one of my alliance members got blindsided, and I I, I got blindsided with them in, in that sense. And then um, it comes up the second time, and then the third time, and um, it's like it just keeps building. And as as the names come up, your name comes comes up one or two or three or four times. You just 
sink deeper into this dream state, surreal state where you're like, doesn't make sense, no. And, you know, I think it's your mind trying to make sense of what's going on. And you also can't believe that you've been fooled to that extent. And uh, it was an absolute shock. It was the biggest blindside of my life in the game. Um, definitely. And in that, I'm also grateful that I can say, no, no, it feels, I, no, it feels to be blindsided like that. Not just anybody. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> Shane, had his, Shane had his bag literally in his hand. So he thought he was, like, even while he's reading the votes, I was thinking about this. I'm like, just Chappies maybe still think, okay, they're just using me as a pawn here. Or was it like, did you think that? Like you were just being used for a pawn or did you think you saw your name and you're like, okay, I'm going home tonight? Because that's what Shane felt. The moment I saw it getting closer between Shane and I, that it's Shane, Jappy, Shane, Jappy, Shane, Jappy, I'm like, no. Just the fact that I didn't know that I'm the dummy it means that I am actually the target. You know, and then... I, I almost ex I expected to go home that night when I started seeing my name for the third time, like 99%. 99%. I, I hoped it was Shane and I would just want to tap him on the back, but I was like, no, but it's most probably you going home. Well, you left with such a positive attitude, and that's something that – that's one of my favorite parts about your game, man. Seeing you play for the first time, and I've already said it, the positive outlook you have towards life – is a beautiful thing because Abraham and I have talked about it. People can leave this game and be so petty, but yes, the money's yes, the money's yeah. nice. But what you really get from this game is the memories, the experience, the friendships you get. Like it's a game that, and that's what makes it so special for me as a fan. It's a game that literally changes your life. It does something that not a lot of other things can do. It changes your life. And, and before I, I let you make your like closing comment here about that, before we get to the fan questions, I have a quote here. This is what you said after being voted out. It's all right to be blindsided, to be the first one out. It doesn't make you any less of a human being, doesn't make you any less of a player. That is a message that should be posted for all survivor, future survivor players or future attorneys. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. Thanks, man. Though that was just art speaking. Eh? I was crying like, yeah, and just led over to the heart and trying to find meaning then already. But that was just art speaking. But thank you so much. Um, just hearing those words take me back in a good way and and make me want to just experience those emotions again. So yeah, thanks so much. And and I know you're a man of the people, so we can finally get to the questions you guys sent in. We'll ask a few of these here before we let Chappies go. Uh, so first off, first off, Tammy, we kind of already talked about this, but Tammy asked, would you ever play Survivor Australia if they gave you the call to go over there? Absolutely. Yeah, them Australians. Come on, boys. Why aren't you watching Come on, Mike. Let me show you that lippy power over the challenges and show you how it's done. <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna make a petition to get Chappies on as the first uh, South African uh, Australian player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll uh, be amazing. It, it, see, that goes off of like the international. It'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. Uh, Nathan, Nathan just asked number one survivor. So I'm guessing he's just saying you're the number one survivor player. You're his favorite player. But I kind of evolved that into. 
if you could go and play with anybody from the U.S. season or the Australian season or someone from your own that you have not played with, which Survivor player would you want to play with? Yo, there is a few, but the, the first guy that comes to mind is one of the most popular guys in USA. It's Mr. Tony Vlachos. Probably because I've taken so many tips from his from his gameplay, not just his gameplay, but the, the energy he radiates when he gives con- confessions. And, and I will never forget that. You know, it's like uh, when I saw him, I uh, watched these seasons, I couldn't wait for him to give confessions because I'm like, this guy makes the confessions look fun i want to i want to I wanna hear him speak give me more tony you know and so i really admire him for that and there's just obviously he's thinking out of the box with the things that he did um that's tony from the usa version and then from australia i would yo there's also so many people um luke toki i just love luke toki's energy um, you know, he, he definitely comes to mind. You, I don't know if you know Luke Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. King of the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> King of the jungle. Having fun knowing that it's a game and they're just to, you know, to enjoy it for what it is. And, uh, and then uh, a recent guy, Mr. George from Bankstown, which is also, uh, yeah, it's a completely different game to what I played, but it's someone that I would love to play with because I can see us, uh, Having some synergies and going quite far together. Last last question. We oh, go ahead, Abraham. Hold on. I, I say one good thing is that no matter if you played U.S., South Africa, or Australia, we're all in the same survivor family. Yeah. So it's 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 and, a great experience. Or to you're live just through a fan. your experience. <laughs> one of uh, I think altogether in all the franchises in the world, we're one of thousand people that experience this. Thousand people yeah. out of seven billion. And, you know, it's that's why people want to go and experience this so badly because it's such a it's such a, uh, a small group of people that will ever get the opportunity to experience it even once. I know I get a, I get excited when I meet other uh, castaways from previous seasons. Uh, I got a chance to talk to some uh, in California doing one of season 42's finale. And you're like, hey, I just got a quick question. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm a, I've been on Survivor, too. And they want to meet you, but I want to meet them. So it's always yeah. kind of fun to do that. It's 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 getting That's late beautiful. for you, uh, Chappies. But I wanted oh, to ask: okay. this is this is something that always this is something that we always ask at the end of the the episodes. But I already know your answer. So like, why why should I ask? And that would you ever go back if they called you again? I already know this. Like, why am I even asking? It? No, you don't know my answer. Let me give you my answer. I have been back already. You just haven't seen it yet. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Don't put uh, that out there. I'm putting it out there. It just hasn't manifested in this world we call reality yet. But I've been back about three times. Another three times. Okay. Okay. See, I was going to say the fans are going to go crazy here and that. But Abraham, you have anything else to say to, uh, to Chappies before hey. we end it here? Fellow Survivor, man, a dream of a lifetime to be able to play and then be able to play twice. I look forward to my manifestation and us playing together. Uh, awesome. That'd be fun. <laughs> I would just say the energy that you have is so it's so warm and so you you you've got a light around you in within you, you know, and this I can feel this loving energy radiating just in the way you speak and the way you freaking are. 
Um, and I can see, oh, wherever you are, you're making a difference. And just the fact that you handled your exit like you did as well. I mean, bro, you've won the game. a great time. Thank you. Hey, thank you. And you too. Thank you. Chappies, we've been known to to talk to people. We say like we'll do this interview and we'll set it for like 30 minutes and then we go for like an hour and a half. So so first off, I want to thank you so much for taking time to join us. And if you ever want to come back on the show, man, we would love to do a deeper dive with you and just talk Survivor. I imagine we could talk Survivor for hours with you, man. Oh man, Randy, thank you so much for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah. And and throw me a, a DM sometime when you made so you've got some time to watch season eight. I can guarantee you there's some things that you haven't seen before that you will find very entertaining, a very hard <laughs> one, um, very sad at some stages, you know. Uh, but go watch it when you when you get some time as well. It's 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 on my list, man. It's well. Thank you so much again for joining us. We'll let you get to the rest of your hey. evening and and stay in touch, chappies. Gentlemen, hey, have a good one. Over and out. <laughs>